0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, no matter where you may find yourself as you listen to this and you are tuned into the only podcast with brains and bars. It is another episode of It's a Black and White Thing. I am one half of the dynamic duo. I am A1. You can check out every episode of It's a Black and White Thing at iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify. Just search hashtag brains and bars. You can also find us on Anchor, Google Podcasts, and Google Play Music. You can check us out at our Twitter, Facebook page, or search brains and bars on each of those social media outlets as usual we're at the humble one spot we appreciate him holding him holding us down uh recording our podcast and you can repay us and him a favor by going to puss in boots gaming the s's are fives he's got a new video up called daddy saves the day again the beast inside gameplay number eight Um, And also, let me shout out the homie uh, Cotton, Cotton Made Media in the building. He is uh, getting some clips of us for the show that he will be posting on his social media page. Um, Are you still Polyester Soft? Is that still the... All right, so you can follow him on Twitter at Polyester Soft. Check out Cotton Made Media if you're in the Kansas City uh, region. You need some clips, need some video uh, videography done, hit my man up. And as usual, we're joined by the other half of the, the dynamic duo, the homie A-War. What's good? Yo, man? yo, 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 yo. It's good to be back. Man,
1: once again, uh, we have taken about like 19 months off. Um, but... Per custom. You know, it's a well-oiled machine. So when we get here, <laughs> things, just, uh, things just seem to be seamless and perfect at all times. But it's good to be back. Good to be here for episode 50-something. Um... Yeah, y'all can follow me. Go to imawar.com. All the hyperlinks for all the social medias on there. Hit me up on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, whatever it may be. And uh, appreciate Humble for letting us rock out here in his basement in the Humble One Abodes. And also appreciate uh, the homie Cotton Made uh, Media coming through. So,
0: <laughs> how you yeah. been, bro? You good? Yeah, good, good. We uh, uh, make sure we uh, get some Sage B, um, get some Lysol. Make sure you spray everything down when it's over, because he sound. I hope that's that's a tea in that uh, Quick Trip cup that you got right there, my man. Yo, yo shout
1: out to Quick Trip, by the way. Um, this is, this uh, episode is gonna be sponsored by Quick Trip. Um, and I uh, highlight hey, us, man. The big Q styrofoam cups. Uh, just a little hint if you get the styrofoam cups, they keep your drink a little colder. I
0: find you know than the plastic cups.
1: Um, uh, but no, Dr Pepper. Shout out to Dr Pepper. Shout out to Mister
0: Pip. Nah, man. Shout out. You need some hauls. You need to get some more of that I NyQuil, will admit, last Dayquil. week when I was sick,
1: I did have water twice. um. So I did drink water twice last week. Um,
0: you definitely need to drink more water. It, it, you need to put more of that into your diet, man.
1: But now, yeah, I'm just working on this new raspy battle rap voice for my battle next week. So I'm trying to keep, you know, I feel like there's the, mixed with aggression and stuff. Maybe it'll come out, you know, pretty cool. So.
0: All right, speaking of, let's uh, let's plug that. Let's plug that. So what's going on next week? Battle rap next week. A-War vs. Mac
1: Myron, Orlando, Florida, Guardians of the Culture. Um nice nice card we got Geechee and Sharon. So severe Marv One. Saga's battling man. Uh Jay Murder. Jay Murder. (laughs) All right. I always get all of them dudes mixed up. Um so it's gonna be dope card. We'll be in Orlando. The homie A1's coming out with me. Ain't nothing like being in Orlando in January. I know it's cold here.
0: Bruh, like it's unseasonably warm in Orlando right now. Like I was looking up the average temperature and it is ten degrees warmer. Uh well this week I think by the time we get down there it'll be closer to the average but I had you know I had some wintry like you know kind of springish because it is it is Florida oh, oh, I had you, the fence oh, ready I had I the fence all planned out you know what I'm saying out
1: to see if you could bring out the thong sandals
0: uh actually no I am now TSA PreCheck certified so oh. since I don't have to take my shoes off oh. no more. <laughs> You know what I mean? You know yeah. what I'm saying? all the peasants standing in line. I'm just gonna stroll along past This you is know the only
1: podcast in America where all members are TSA pre-check, pre-check certified. certified. So,
0: you know what um, I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, don't be lame. Get in the game. You hear yeah, me? Yeah.
1: You already know. We don't wait in line. We create line. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Brains listen, and bars. <laughs> listen, listen.
0: I don't wait in line there. I don't wait in line for my Chipotle. Dang. I don't wait in line to get into the airport. I just get get my stuff and roll. So, you know, I'm gonna be ready next week though. It's gonna be a fun time though, man. I can't wait to I enjoy going on these trips. Um, you know, and I always feel like I hate I hate when people say this, but I, I do always feel like I'm a little bit of a guest in battle rap. Um I do too. I'm white. <laughs> <laughs> which is why I which is for that reason why I hate uh that you're a guest here. Um Yeah. But I do feel like it's a different world for me because listen, I'm, I'm, I'm a nerdy guy. You know, I'm not, you know, I didn't come from the streets. You know, I'm more Drake than I am a uh, Scarface out here. Yes. So, um, you know, but yeah, I can't wait. It's always a good time. And let me be clear. There are not many, too many scar faces in battle rap either. Like yeah, yeah, they yeah. just they just I don't want to paint that picture yeah, neither. It's yeah. not it's not too many of those those characters nah, we out there. got a lot there. of boosies
1: though. <laughs> a lot of guys out here, you know, rocking rocking attire that don't really line up with, you know, that's that's more that's more the battle rap, you know, the battle rap joint, but you know.
0: That's hilarious, yeah, not man.
1: Not too many not too many teas and not too many scar faces.
0: But, yo, if you are new to the show, first of all, welcome. We appreciate you listening. If you are familiar with the show, you know that we kick off every show with what I have learned this week. Um, And I got a couple of things that I learned this week, including a little bit about Boosie. We're going to get to him real quick. We're going to touch on that. Um, But what I learned this week, um, and actually, we were supposed to do the show last week. But A. Ward, as you can see, is getting over the effects of his sickness. So I'm going to carry one of these topics into the second week of 2020. Apparently. The people who created, like, the calendar that we uh, follow today, for them, the decade did not start until the year ended in a one and not a zero. So in preparing for this show, I had been waiting. I've been trying to put together, you know, best of decade stuff, like one of the best events that happened in the, the aughts, I believe. Is is it the aughts or the tens? I forget what, what it's called. But anyway, and then I saw somebody go, "Uh, the decade doesn't start till 2021. Hmm. I went, excuse me? So apparently the people who created the, rum, uh, created the calendar system that we use today, they started the first year with one and not zero. And since that is the case for them, the decade would not have the new decade or the decade goes from one to zero, then one to zero. Instead of we've kind of uh, done our Western thing and right. just kind of went, no, the decade starts with zero to nine.
1: Well, because when we reference generations like the 90s the 80s the 70s you know what i mean and so like you would think that it would start at 90 to 99 80 to 89 rather than 81 to 90 is that basically what they're saying right 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 so it's
0: 80 so for them it's one to zero for for the rest of us it's zero to nine but because i like to be i do like to be contrarian a little bit i'm going to embrace the one to zero mode oh um Look and at I, you. Yeah, I scrapped all of the best of decade stuff. I'm like, you know, no, I would do I'll do it at the end of 2020. I'll bring up the best of the decade just to be different and just to be difficult. <laughs> Sounds like you. That does sound like me. That's the first thing I learned. Let's get into this boosie thing right quick. You know, we have shout out to our, our homie Cotton, who is the resident uh fraternity expert in the building. Um he even though he's got the camera, we'll see if we need to have any of his expertise on the mic and let him spit a little bit of game about this. So Something I learned in 2019, though, that I'm going to carry. First of all, I did not know that white people could be in black fraternities and sororities. Did not know that. Went to a wedding. Um, shout out to my wife's cousin, Ariana and Anthony. They got married. And they do this thing where they kind of like sisterhood, of the traveling pants, where they get together, sing a song, a blessing. I don't know how these goes. I'm not in a fraternity sorority. And this white lady gets up. And I'm like, hey, yo, somebody want to. Would somebody please? What is, what is happening right now? Like, why is she standing up and singing with them? Then they start then they also do the stroll. This is also a thing that fraternities and sororities do at weddings, pretty cool. And she gets up and I'm like, "Uh, cultural appropriation, aisle nine. Hilarious. Please, somebody come get this woman out of here, please." And so then I actually said, "No, actually, very inclusive, diverse wedding. You know, had white people could join sororities and fraternities, did not black fr- sororities and fraternities. Did not know that." Speaking of, Bootsy has been, Lil Bootsy has been in the uh, in the in the news cycle. Been on the front page of the Kappa. What's the full name? Let me let me pay respect. You, you, you want to do the, uh, what's this? <laughs> all, right, all right, all right, all
1: right. So, Kappa <laughs> Alpha Psi.
0: Kappa <laughs> 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 Alpha Psi fraternity, um, you know, they jumped in and in Bo- incorporated, jumped yeah. in Boosie's mentions because he had on their letters, like he had on the, their Greek letters and a shirt. And I did know this. I did know that that was frowned on. I do know if you are not a part of those fraternities and you start to do those dances, it is not good for you. You will be removed if you are not down with the squad, You're not down with the gang, gang, gang. So he wears a shirt. They tell him, take it off. He says, uh, I can, I'm i going to do what I want. He apologized today, but he said, listen, I know y'all dance to wipe me down a lot. Y'all campus man, just teach me to shimmy. That's all I ask. And what I've learned is that Boosie is, I'm 37. Boosie is 37. If you go to Boosie's Instagram page, he sounds like somebody's uncle. Like, if you follow Boosie, he talking, he got the jerseys. gang jerseys! I can't say the other part. You know what I'm saying? Like, he is, like, this dude is 37, but he has the spirit and he, is, he is, has the, I don't want to say wisdom, because it's not wisdom. But he has the spirit of, like, a man who is twice his age. And it delights me to follow little Boosie just to hear him sound like somebody's uncle. So I've learned that this week. Now let's get into sports. Football fans. I'm a basketball guy at heart. Here we
1: go. Hold on, hold on. Let me
0: me keep going. I'm a basketball guy at heart. I love football too. Football fans, please stop telling me it is the ultimate team sport and you diminish every position except for the quarterback. You diminish every – so this week I've had to hear about how it's stupid to take a running back in the first round – how Christian McCaffrey a, was a wasted pick. How Saquon was a wasted pick. How what dare,
1: articles are you reading?
0: This was national media. This is this is probably national my fault.
1: Geographic. That's where you're. reading <laughs> your sports articles in
0: the row. No, wait. That's an actual thing. People say that if you take a first round at running back, it is a wasted pick. If you somebody take,
1: said Christian McCaffrey is a what was a wasted?
0: Because he ran for all those yards for what? Like this is the argument. He he had a thousand yards rushing and receiving and for what? They weren't a playoff team.
1: That doesn't make sense because there's quarterbacks that were picked in the first
0: round that threw for a lot of for what you're me you're preaching to the choir. I'm not the one saying this. I'm giving you their logic. So wasted pick, uh, Saquon wasted pick, Zeke wasted pick. Derrick Henry rushed for 11 billion yards on the Titans, only put up 14 I don't think points. They're saying
1: that they didn't say that verbatim. They are saying a first round running back is a waste of a pick. They didn't specifically say Christian McCaffrey. I will
0: find up. the – so this was on Dan Patrick's radio show. Okay. I enjoy listening to Dan Patrick. I will get one – so he has his producers also talk. I will I will find the clip and it send it not, to I you. See it. I will send, send you the clip. But this idea that a first-round running back does not is, – is not a smart pick is – that's general, like, logic and wisdom in the league now.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, because look at the playoff teams, like the Chiefs and the Ravens. They don't necessarily need – a I mean, back what to win the Super Bowl?
0: Mark Ingram was second round, maybe third round. Oh, he might have been first.
1: No, nah, Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram was. I mean, he was a first day, first day pick or something like that. But what I'm saying is, like, Mark Ingram's ability right now is not first round running back ability. Like, they're not getting there because of a running back. You know what I mean? Like, I feel you. I feel you. So, like, the NFL now is more built around schemes and speeds and speed and and it's quarterback heavy. You know, like, I think that think I think. That the Titans, if you were to see the Titans, you know, somehow with with Tannehill, the game manager or whatever, position himself to win a Super Bowl or whatever, that you might could have an argument that a running back is really that much importance. But
0: by the way, random fact: Mark Ingram's middle name is Valentino. Huh. Very very interesting. Uh, but anyway, um, but again, I've heard that argument. I've heard that. Uh, That wide receivers that like name the last Super Bowl team with a star wide receiver, like a like a Hall of Fame, all pro caliber wide receiver. Um, So that, you know, if you have one of those, so getting an Odell Beckham on your team, having a Julio on your team, um, Randy Moss, like it's overrated. I'm just like, but you need you need talent. Like no one wins a Super Bowl with just a bunch of mediocre names like you need really good talent and or a really great coach to it's win the Super Bowl. It's easy to
1: say that when a Patriots been in so many of <laughs> the last few Super Bowls and they don't have running backs and wide receivers.
0: But greatest coach, arguably the greatest quarterback of all time.
1: Right. So what I'm saying is like, you know, the, like when somebody says name a, a team, you know, like what do you what do you look back at? I mean, when the Broncos won it with Emmanuel Sanders and Demarius Thomas, I think those are pretty solid quarter receivers, you know. Yeah. Even when the Seahawks won in with Doug Baldwin, I, I mean he's not a Hall of Fame wide receiver, but I would say he was a a,
0: a Seahawks Hall of Famer.
1: Number one, a legit wide receiver. One. Yeah, yeah, Speaking I can agree with I was that. Thinking About the other day, where does he? Where did he go?
0: Uh, he retired. Uh, medical reasons. Okay. Uh, I can't remember if it was back or neck, but he had to retire because. Okay. Uh, B, <laughs> did you get like? Did you upgrade your TV? I'm sorry, guys. I know you guys can't see this. Did you? Did you get an upgrade? Yes. Okay, you balling, my friend. All right. You balling. All right. Anyway. Back to our sorry, I get this. I'm I'm fake ADHD and nah, I get distracted. I'm real ADHD. But anyway, um, last thing I learned, um, we made USA Today, so we did not have a show, but we were quoted, if you may, the only podcast in America. The right. real
1: reason our guests didn't show up. <laughs> Explain how we made USA Today.
0: So, um, and this was this was fascinating in real time. So we are all in the fantasy league together. Shout out to Winner go home. Um, had the championship game happen over the holidays. Um, weekend of, leading into Christmas, championship Sunday, um, the homie Los, who's not here, uh, and Trent have a game. It is hotly contested. It comes down to Monday night football. He needs one catch from Stefan Diggs or one more catch. He doesn't get it. Trent loses by one. We go into Christmas Eve, uh, which is Tuesday. Wednesday's Christmas. I'm having people over to the house, so I am not on my phone. I'm chilling. It's midnight. Everyone has finally left for the night. I lay down, and all I see is, oh, my God, brains and bars, get in here. Do you see this? (laughs) And the homie Cotton goes, I like to say, congratulations to our new champion, Trent. And there has been a uh, correction, a stat correction, um, the Ravens were given, a, to me, a controversial sack.
1: Very controversial. A
0: controversial sack in their game against uh, the Browns, which give, gave Trent two extra points, which then put him in the lead. After they had already declared Los the winner for a solid day, uh, basically two days. Two days, yeah. Probably two two days, days he was the winner. Um, and so, you know, it was a real La La Land moment there in fantasy football. So you get online, you start saying, yo, has anyone else experienced this? People reply to you. I reach out to Matthew Berry um, and and say, hey, are you guys going to talk about this? Because this is pretty crazy. I'm yeah. not sure i would ever seen this before in fantasy sports. Um, USA Today then aggregates all of these different tweets, talking about it. Then the next morning, someone tweets you, hey, did you see this? You hit me up like, yo, like you were quoted in USA Today. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, I what?
1: scrolling down. I was like, oh.
0: Yeah, I mean, shout out to that Game Pass that got built to me because I forgot to cancel it. You know, that's why I was able to get the all 22 <laughs> of the play. You know, so I clipped up the play, put it on social media. USA Today gets it. They quote you asking people about this experience, you know. Our podcast is popping. You know, we got a million clout coins that day. So Basically. I'm a, I'm appreciative of that. Shout out to USA Today. Y'all can go check us out. Y'all can again, you can follow us at Brands and Bars um Shout on social Trent, media.
1: Man. Solid win, man. He really pulled it out there in the end.
0: Um, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Trent, man. And we've got to endure now the trophy going to KCK, which we, we may never see it again. Yeah. It, it may it might just be gone forever. We might take up collection for cotton and get him a new one <laughs> in twenty twenty one. But anyway, that's Mm-hmm. Start of a new day. <laughs> so shout out to Trent. Shout out to the homie Lost, Man, he did win in another league. So shout out to him. He did win in your league, right?
1: Yes, in my paid league, uh, he won. So yeah, he had, he still had a good year.
0: And yeah, yeah. So you know, when obviously, him, win to go home is, is that's the one everybody wants.
1: You know, but um, he's won it before too. So yep, yep. If it would have been me, I I would have been crushed. Like. I don't even know if y'all would have seen me for, like, a couple weeks or heard from me. Like, the thought of almost winning the winner-go-home championship like that, like, scares me. Like, yeah. I don't know what I would do about I would have
0: left the group. Like, I would have left the group. I would have needed to regroup. And then once I came back, I would have been good. But just in that moment, like, I would have needed to regroup. Because I just would have been, not with uh, ESPN, not with the, I would have been mad with the replay. Once I saw the replay, I was like, yo, this is a bogus way to lose a title, real bogus so shout out to both of those gentlemen y'all can hit us up at brands and bars with what you've learned this week um again if you follow the show you also know with what we learned we have a what he's looking forward to this week sir what are you looking forward to
1: what am i looking forward to this week i mean obviously the uh the big
0: elephant in the room is nfl playoffs this
1: weekend um chiefs finally get to play uh we was in st louis a couple weeks ago and uh I thought it was funny, I mean, a weird dynamic. We were watching the uh, Chiefs and uh, Chargers game. Is that the game, last game of the year? Yep, yep. And uh, the Dolphins and Patriots game. And uh, we are sitting at a table, and to the, to the left of us was another table of Chiefs fans. And uh, when the Dolphins beat the Patriots, they got so upset. And I'm like, looking at them like, what? Like, you know. And apparently they had already hotels and everything for the game in Kansas City, you know opening weekend or whatever and i already had off work and spent all this money and stuff you know and then like the next weekend they weren't able to like go to the game and stuff and i kept thinking to myself like as a fan which one would i prefer would i prefer a first round buy or would i prefer you know if i've already spent this money to go see you know four hours away my team in the playoffs and i'm just thinking like Nah, give me my, give me the buy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> give me, give well, me the buy. nah,
0: that's my bread. Screw that, screw that buy. Nah, give get, me the buy. Get, a, get y'all tails in that wild card round and make it happen, cause I don't. Sp- <laughs> I can't go now. I don't buy. You know how, I mean, granted, they can drive, so driving is not as expensive as flying. But I spent bread on hotels. I got playoff tickets, which are not cheap. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I need I need that wild card game. <laughs> I need to be there to see that. Like I yeah yeah I'll be mad too. I'll be mad too.
1: <laughs> nah, but yeah. So you know, we got some good games. I think we got. I think we got some upset possibilities this weekend. Okay. Um, okay. Mm, okay. With, uh, okay, with okay. the Titans and the Ravens and the Vikings and the um, Niners, I think both of those games are possibilities. Do I think they'll happen? I wouldn't put money on it, and I haven't
0: put money on it. Um, you said you haven't. I haven't. Yeah, I haven't. Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay, so okay. I
1: wouldn't, and I haven't. Um, but uh, I think we got four pretty pretty solid games. Um, looking forward to that. Yeah, also looking forward to Monday night, of course. Monday night, LSU versus Clemson in the battle of the next most overrated uh, NFL rookie quarterback, I guess. Right? <laughs> oh, okay. No. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, uh, Burrow and and Lawrence go head to head, and so that should be a that should be a fun fun game. And I'm looking forward to. Interviews from the new head coach of the Mississippi State Bulldogs and Ole Miss Rebels. Uh, Mike, Mike Leach was nuts. hired for Mississippi State, Lane Kiffin for Ole Miss, and I'm definitely looking forward to that little rivalry and those uh, sound clips. The football's probably going to be pretty bad for a few years, but uh, we should get some 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 good sound clips.
0: You know, so I don't have Leach into the, in, in the show, so I will, we'll talk about that real quick. I do – I'll find it interesting to see if he can do what he's done at Tech and at Washington State and in a state like Mississippi that, one, does not have a lot of football talent. Granted, you could say Washington doesn't produce a lot either, mm-hmm. uh, but now he's going head-to-head against Auburn, oh, yeah. Alabama, Tennessee, Georgia. right? Like all, A&M um, has poured yeah. a lot of money into their program, so it'll be interesting to see can he find the same level of SEC player and then coach him up, build him up. And pull off these, you know, eight, nine, ten win seasons that yeah. he seems to do every once, every five years at yeah. those other programs. So, that'll be interesting. Yep. That's... All right, cool. You can hit us up with what you're looking forward to by going to at Brains and Bars on Facebook or Twitter. Let us know what uh, what you're looking forward to this weekend. This is all football all the time this episode. So, let's jump right into it. You were just talking college football. So, we'll stay right there. Um, you, you, your team had a bowl game most recently. Um. So let's just – let's jump right into it. Tennessee season. Um, you, how do you feel? Thoughts? Where do you think they can go next year?
1: Oh, man. <clears throat> Probably one of the most frustrating seasons I've, I've watched in the last decade of mediocrity that we've been a part of. Um, and uh, it's been a very bittersweet, bittersweet year in college football for me. Um, obviously, we started out one and four. I mean, it was basically, you know – It seems like to me that the biggest gap, the biggest weight as a fan of anything is waiting on college football to get here. You know, like whether you're a baseball fan and you're waiting on spring ball or whether you're an NBA fan, you're waiting on preseason or NFL. Like, it seems to me like, you know, after your spring game in college football, it just seems forever until that freaking last week of August and you're like, college football is here. And then when you lose... You know, your first two weeks to teams that are just, you should never lose to. Yeah. It takes complete wind out of your sails as a fan for watching football that year. And so, so we start off one and four. Um, and Tennessee won six of their last seven. Um, well, seven of their last eight. Um, and currently have the third longest winning streak in college football. Oh, wow. So <clears throat> behind Clemson, LSU, and now it's Tennessee. Uh, okay. And, um, like I say, bittersweet because you know you you lose to Georgia State and then you lose on like a terrible terrible defensive play to BYU. Like the game was won, and I mean you're two those those two games and you're you're ten and three. You know you're finishing in the year. You know obviously you play a different bowl game, so you can, you know. But but you're looking at a ten win season, and for Tennessee, like it's happened once in like the last you know eight or nine years. And so, those are like program turning around, momentum building type seasons. And so, to miss out on them because of losing to Georgia State and BYU, it's not like missing out on because you, you took a loss to Alabama or Florida or Georgia. You know what I mean? Like you literally just shot yourself in the foot. But um, so far the off season, so far the last week of you know of Tennessee football has been uh, very good uh, as far as recruiting comes concerned. Um, We've had some transfers that have, that have come over to Tennessee. We, we Obviously, the bowl game with Indiana, first, you know, uh, 55 minutes of it was terrible. <laughs> um, the last five minutes of it was glorious. Um, but I would say, uh, if I had to, like, give it a grade, to me, it was just kind of like a C-minus, a C-minus of a year for, you know, for as a fan watching Tennessee football. Never really anything to get super, super excited about. And even in the seven of the eight wins that we had to end the year, like we beat some okay teams, but nobody to like, you know, call home about. So,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think had you told me when they were one and four that they were going to go to a bowl game and win, I would have said, You're crazy. Right. Um, I just did not see that in the cards. And
1: my pinned tweet was five and seven until yesterday. You know? <laughs> like, I was so mad. I had a pinned tweet on my Twitter that was just like five and seven. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, me, and I'm a Notre Dame fan, um, B, let say B-minus season. Um, They finished 11-2, and losses to Georgia and Michigan. And once they lost to Michigan, getting blown out on national TV, uh, game of the week on ABC, basically the national media forgot about them. And I can't be mad at that. Um, When you get blown out, I think they lost by 30-something points. Um, you know in the rain like you kind of deserve what you get mm-hmm. Um, they won every game after that so they probably like on a six seven game winning streak themselves including the bowl game but it does not matter because they beat a bunch of teams that are Virginia Virginia Tech Navy USC who USC after they lost to Notre Dame did not lose again into their bowl game right so even in you know beating up on Iowa State like, they were 15 in the polls. Teams, Auburn, three losses were ahead of them. Michigan was ahead of them. They got blasted by Ohio State. Like, they may end up 12th in the country because teams, they're going to say, you beat Ohio State, right. whoop-de-doo. Um,
1: and, yeah, that's actually, uh that, that stat, Tennessee's winning streak is power five. So, that's why. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's a couple teams out there that probably were 11-1 or something, you know, like, yeah. Some, but, yeah, power five. So I don't know if they even consider I don't know if they count na or no yeah. name as a power five.
0: Yeah. They're power five. They are? Yeah. Well, not power five. I guess yeah. you're right. They're in the, the they're, stat that I
1: saw was power five. So I don't know if they can
0: That's don't. interesting. I don't know. That I don't think they're so I don't think their winning streak is like six or seven. It might be like yeah. six. So yeah. it might be six. There's
1: probably a lot of teams at
0: that, right, that are at that mark. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, but again, interesting season. They lose a lot, especially offensively. Tight end declared for the NFL. Um, their best running back left for the NFL, Clay P- Claypool, who is – I've seen second-round pick projections for him, um, is graduated. So they lost a lot on offense, bringing back their quarterback. We'll see what happens. Um, yeah. Lost a lot on the back end of the defense. So I think they're optimistic. They had a really good recruiting class, especially offensively, but you just don't know how quickly those kids will yeah. come. The big news is, Brian Kelly said, he thinks that they can be a top-five recruiting. They can be a top-five recruiting school – Annually. And I'm like, you're talking about leapfrogging LSU, being up there with Ohio State, with Bama, Clemson, um, you know, schools like Oregon that are starting to get their recruiting firing again. I know SC has been lamenting the fact that Oregon is coming to California and taking a lot of kids out of Cali. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, I don't want to, you know, kind of belabor the point on that on my team too much because, you know, it was just an all right season. Your, your story has a better ending than Notre Dame's did.
1: Yeah, you know, I mean, I think – I mean, it's, it's the life of a Tennessee Vol fan is at the end of the year swearing that next year, you know, the tables are turning. And then with, like, the kind of issues that are going on at Georgia and, you know, obviously playing in the East where you don't have to play, you know, Alabama, Auburn, uh, LSU, you know, it, the East is a little bit easier to kind of take over, you know, any given year. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, hell, Missouri – Won it twice, right? But they
0: like like first three years. Yeah,
1: and so um, you know, so there's always like that that optimism that hits, but like um, there's it very well could be five five star offensive lineman starting for Tennessee next year, and so anytime you have that in the SEC behind like a very promising like freshman running back this year that had like really kind of got crazy in the last four games of the regular season, um, <clears throat> I think that you know bringing in a four-star, you know, pro-style quarterback and different things, There's a lot of reason for excitement, but we'll see. <laughs> all
0: right, all right, cool, cool. Hit us up with your favorite teams, what you think of their season, what you think of them coming up at Brands and Bars on Twitter and Facebook. And speaking of excitement, that is a good segue. Monday night, it has taken us forever to get here, but Monday night it goes down college football playoff championship game. Is this Sugar Bowl, I guess, again, right? Sugar Bowl, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm not Baton Rouge. I, it'll probably feel like it's in Baton Rouge. Yeah. Um New Orleans Superdome, LSU taking on Clemson in At a national title game. Some still playing
1: in that, that stadium. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. We'll get to that in a second. Um your thoughts on this on this matchup?
1: Um, it's the matchup I wanted to see. Um I I I like the Dabo Sweeney uh, people don't respect us You know The kind of The stuff that he was Kind of like Get out of Going on that. and on about During the regular season I mean Clemson has done nothing But one football games uh, Now mind you The ACC is probably The worst of the power five True I would you Facts. Know, I would Facts. almost argue that What's the uh, The conference with like Louisville and Memphis um, Is that the AAC?
0: Is Louisville still do they drop that far now? No Louisville's they, ACC Oh
1: Louisville's Okay then, uh, Memphis, uh, Memphis is Memphis, like the Navy that, Memphis Navy AAC, AAC. Yeah, I That's was almost, Cincinnati.
0: Cincinnati. I would yeah, almost yeah.
1: argue that they're equivalent to, if not better than the ACC.
0: Yeah, I was going to say like Cincinnati and Memphis are pretty good this year, <laughs> yeah. and Navy was.
1: Yeah. So, um, uh, I'm interested to see if uh if LSU just comes out and blows the doors off of them, um, or if you know Clemson, you know, comes out and does what they've done for the last 26 straight games. Yeah.
0: So, for entertainment purposes only. Uh, LSU is a five and a half point favorite um, at our uh, facing Clemson. Um, like we talked about, this is going to feel like a home game because Baton Rouge and New Orleans not that big of a distance. Um, I'm pretty sure. I think they said that when Clemson won, the price of the get-in ticket went down because Ohio State, more of a national power, probably have more fans who would have traveled to the game than Clemson will um and i think i tweeted in the aftermath of ohio state and clemson ending that i had lsu by a minimum of three touchdowns
1: wow see i just think that i mean i think clemson has equivalent skill position players mhm so the the receivers lsu's got some great receivers but clemson has some great great receivers etn and that dude's a talented dude too. They got the they got the little slot back, Amari Rodgers. I think he's kind of like lost in the mix. He's not Ross and he's not Higgins, but he's still he's still really good. Yeah, he's still really good. Um, and then like Lawrence runs the ball a little bit more than Burrow does. I'm I'm pretty sure. Like he's 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 put into like his game more of a you know like a option read option type quarterback you know thing. So I think that I think they can score. Um. I think they can get upwards to 28 to 30 to 34 points. I just don't, I just don't know if they can keep LSU out of the
0: 45s. Uh, Yeah, I think so. Imagine if that, the semifinal game, LSU and Clemson play, you cannot, if you spot LSU, 16 points ball game, it's a wrap. Yeah, it's a wrap. Like, had that, and and Ohio State could have had more, right? They had the touchdown that got overturned because Dobbins tried to make the athletic play. He lost control of the ball once he landed. If you start off that slowly for almost a half against LSU, it'll look like a repeat of them versus Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be 42 nothing at half, and we'll be like, well, what are we going to do for the next two hours while this game plays out? It'll be too late by that point. Yeah. Um, Clint, like you said, ACC has been has gone to crap over the last couple of years. They had no competition. They were a terrible two-point play against UNC from losing that game. Yeah. um, They really had no competition. You look at the teams that LSU has beat I'm beaten. mad Florida didn't beat
1: the brakes off Virginia just to show people that there's no reason why Virginia – What
0: was the final point margin on that?
1: I think it was – I think it was like 7 or 10 or something like that. But, like, when I saw that matchup, I was like, this is just goes to show, like
0: – So – to kind of bring Notre Dame back into the picture, this is a pro- this is the issue with Notre Dame not being a full member of the ACC um, in football. Had they been a full member, that would have been Florida versus Notre Dame. A more high profile matchup would have been a better oh, game way better. um but because they're only partial members, the ACC is not going to look out for a partial member over a full member yeah, yeah, yeah which is why Virginia got that look yeah um I agree, you know I again, I just think that the competition that lSU has faced this year playing yeah. Bama. I think that was at Tuscaloosa, right? Yeah, that was in Tuscaloosa. That was not uh, Auburn, Florida, Georgia. I don't want to say Texas, but, I mean, they just face a higher caliber of talent, and they have excelled in every test they've had this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that Clemson's defense is not as good as it was in previous years. Obviously, you lose all that talent. Um, They should have – if the wide receiver from Ohio State doesn't break off the route, um, like – the story of the kid who's number twenty four whose name escapes me from Clemson, um, who's like a walk on, who's you know, starting safety on this like it's I think it was
1: eighteen. Isaiah Williams. Isaiah No. Isaiah uh, why do I think thinking that Clemson.
0: You're thinking Isaiah Simmons. Shout yes. out to Isaiah Simmons who's from Olathe. A dog. And is going to be a top ten pick in a the draft. Yeah. this year.
1: Yeah, that dude's nice.
0: Nolan Turner is his name. Okay. Number 24 is safety. He got burned on a touchdown against Ohio State. He was going to get burned again. The kid from Olave um, breaks off the route for Ohio State. Fields anticipates him continuing the route. He would have gotten another touchdown oh, yeah. Yeah. at the end of the game. So, um, I think you put Jamar Chase, um, Jefferson out there, and I think he was the third wide receiver. So, they got like three of them things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, they got three really great wide receivers. I think it's going to overwhelm them.
1: Even though it's a, still a power five matchup and it's like two, you know, um, very prestigious programs, like it gives you the feel of like uh, when like a, a, a mid level team is playing like a, a team in basketball and it's like, look, if we can get to halftime, I can get you guys to believe that we can win this game. Like I feel like with Clemson, like if they come out and, and we're looking at like 16 to 14 at halftime or like 21 to 17. I feel like the game is going to be a very close game. But I think, like, in the first half, if LSU just comes out and hits them in the mouth and it's, like, 14 nothing, you know, oh, and then it's 14-3, then it's 21, and it's like, all right, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah. I And like I said, I, it's no disrespect to Clemson. Like, you lose all that talent on defense. um, Eventually it's going to catch up with you. And that D-line, which D-line I think matters – the lines in college in college sports, college football to me matters more than in, in – it matters both in professional, but I think there if you can dominate up front in the trenches, oh, yeah. I think it means a lot more on the college game than it does in the pros. And so I think, you know, losing Dexter Lawrence and Austin Bryant and um, I think the kid uh, – Cleland Farrell. Cleland Farrell. Yeah. You lose all that talent up front um, and you don't necessarily have the that same caliber, although they got a bunch of really good guys there. Um, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I haven't checked, but I'm pretty sure he's gonna, he's probably gotten. I mean, it's been long enough. He should be healthy yeah, enough to yeah. play now. I just think LSU's got too much on offense, and they and they're good enough defensively. They are fast enough to keep up. I mean, their secondary is Grant Del going to get drafted in the first round. Stingley, I think, is a true freshman. Um, they got a bunch of talent on that side of the ball, defensive that can make life difficult for uh for. Have launch. you read
1: any of the? Uh- <laughs> ESPN uh, Ordrin stories. No, so you haven't read any of those. That That's a good read. I encourage you to go go check out the ESPN articles for uh, just some of the the random stories that Ed Ordrin. I mean, he's he's definitely a college football treasure. Um, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah.
0: And I can't. And I want him to win just because I want to see what he says on the podium you know, after the, after the go game. Go Tigers! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so anything else you want to say about the national championship game? No, no, no. But hit us up. Let us know what you think. Who do you got winning and why? At Brands and Bars on Twitter um, and Facebook. All right, let's jump into the NFL now. Uh, we got divisional playoff games happening this weekend. Um, let's start in the NFC. Uh, first of all, I think the Saints are cursed. I don't know what – they made some deal with the devil to get that championship after Katrina. Bars. Um but yeah, I mean, I think they said the last three playoff games they've lost like on the final play. Yeah. Final play of the game, lawsuit three three last three playoff games. Um losing heartbreaking fashion to the Minnesota Vikings again. Uh, first of all, it was pass interference. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, I think it was too. Rudolph gets the arm extended. Yeah. It should have been called Let me let me kill this narrative too, because I've been hearing this a lot. Uh Kirk Cousins He's, he's gotten a lot of people off his back. Like he's proven that he's got what it takes to. Win. It's that's one game, people. Yeah. Like you don't erase like a terrible. I don't think he is. He's won a postseason. That's his first postseason win, I believe. He's had a terrible record against winning teams. Yeah. Um. He's not performed well in kind of like national. I know Monday night has been highlighted. He's he's winless in Monday night games. But then he's kind of like everyone's watching you national meet, televised games. He's not performed very well. He did well in one game. For me to say he's gotten the monkey off his back, he needs to do it against the Niners and then title game, Super yeah. Bowl. Then we can talk about, okay, he's finally quote-unquote exercised these demons of can't win the big one.
1: Yeah. I mean, because he has all of the talent around him. like So there's really no excuse, you know. For Absolutely. To. But, yeah, that was, um, that was a rough game for the Saints, man. It was a rough game. Rough to watch. Um, but.
0: It was not good football.
1: It was not – that's that's the thing about it. It was not good football. So, with the pass interference at the end, you know, whether you think it was or not, I think it was. Like, the Saints just – I mean, literally their whole offense was, how can we get Taysom Hill to get us some yards to get us in position to possibly <laughs> kick a field goal or score a touchdown. You know what I mean? And so, it was just kind of a – it was a very inept. They were very inept on offense, and I did not expect that at home.
0: Random, real quick. I saw Sam Ellinger – Random. Made a, <laughs> I saw Sam Ellinger did a video that said, Texas, I'm coming back. And I went – who wanted you? Right, like who in the? I'm like, and I, I had that like, is Taysom Hill? Like, is that become a thing now? Like, we got a bunch of Taysom Hill packages. We're going to be running <laughs> right. in the NFL, and that's why you thought you needed to make a video to say anyway. Anyway, um, but <laughs> back, back to the, uh, back to NFL. Is this? I mean, is is are we at a point where we're looking at guys like Breeze and Brady and saying they're done? Like this is it? Like they're they're going to they they will be very good in the regular season, but when it gets to the playoffs, like you can bet against them.
1: Uh, do you feel in your spirit you could bet against Breeze and Brady? Yes. In the confidently. playoffs. Confidently.
0: In it, confidently. Now I picked I picked the Pages to win the game because everybody swung so crazily over to the Titan side. Uh-huh. Like I felt like I had to like try to bring some balance to the force, if you will. But um if you at this stage of their careers, if you're saying playoff game. Who you got? Um, I mean, I know. don't think
1: this is a case of, like, Peyton Manning's last year when you realized that the game was just beyond him. And no. And his, his team was carrying
0: him. Not no. with Brady. I don't think it's that, but I just think that you can scheme against them now in ways. Like, basically, we saw this with the Chiefs, right, when they played them with double-team Edelman. Dare you to beat us outside.
1: Well, let me hypothetically ask you that I mean, like, I know people have said it. I don't – it won't happen. But, like, if you put Brady with Nick Chubb, Landry – Beckham, you know a defense with Miles Garrett and you know whatever. Like, I'm not counting Brady how to win a Super Bowl,
0: but you know what that sounds like? That sounds like how we talk about Alex Smith, right? You realize that where we talk about if you give, you have to give nah, Alex. I'm not talking about listen, Alex Smith like that. Listen, listen, I, but we talk about his with,
1: hand in the last two, you know. <laughs>
0: but listen, we talk about Alex Smith where he needs. Like, you're not going to get Alex Smith to take a bunch of. Edelman's and Jacoby Myers okay, and the Kill Hair. Brady
1: are, yes, beyond that.
0: So what I'm saying is that they need these these perfect conditions. Oh. And even for Breeze, it wasn't enough, right? Because, I mean, he's got talent on that Saints team. Yeah. And it's not like the game was a shootout. Like, it's 26-20.
1: Their offensive line was just... They just got dominated.
0: But again, in the past, it hasn't mattered for Drew Breeze, right? Like, guys like Breeze and Brady, the rush has not mattered because they were things were schemed well enough, and they could make those throws that, yeah. that let's just say, I'm going to pick on Alex Smith again, that Alex Smith could not make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I think in terms of them being a bet on them in the playoffs, no, I'm not betting on them anymore.
1: Um, Like, I, I'm just at the – I guess I'm at the point where it's been a few years since probably three years where I would say – That AFC is wide open, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, so I haven't had that Brady's got it on lockdown since you know, maybe a year after maybe Peyton left or something like you know, like. So for the last three years, I've been saying like, Luck's gonna get one this year, you know, or somebody else is gonna come through because this is not you know your your granddad's Patriots, right? You know, so like that's how I felt about Brady, you know, for for years. But at the same time, like. If next year he comes back, I'm picking them to win their division. I'm picking them to, you know, to win over 10 games. And who knows?
0: If he comes back next year, the Bills win the division. I don't know, man. The, the Bills are – you're talking about Cursed like that man. although you know what let me hold on let me i need to add, before i say that let me walk that back <laughs> yes. i need to see their schedule first because their oh, schedule was
1: back lateral it back <laughs> what was josh <laughs>
0: allen that was crazy why do i mean a minute left in the game Shout a minute plus to
1: rookie uh tidy and knox
0: knox yeah dawson for, knox who for
1: smacking it out of bounds
0: <laughs> but yeah but let me see, let me check their schedule out first before I make that prediction because yeah. I need to because when you're good you you get a tougher schedule, so I got to check that out. For, so once I say that, I'll come back in like two weeks and tell you. Okay. Um, but no. So let let's switch let's switch gears here. Let's switch gears. Let's let's play a little game here and then we'll make our predictions. Let's start in the NFC. In terms of confidence, let's rank the four quarterbacks and who you believe is. Best suited to lead his team to to the Super Bowl to least. Okay. I'll go
1: Wilson Rodgers.
0: If you put Garoppolo last, you're not going to offend me.
1: No, I I think Wilson Rodgers, Cousins, Garoppolo. Yeah. That would be mine. Man. And I, I would say I'll put Wilson ahead of Rodgers just because I haven't watched much of Green Bay this year. And I just don't think that they have. Listen. Outside of Aaron Jones and he's so sporadic, I don't know if they put together complete. Is their defense like crazy good? No,
0: no. Listen. Aaron Rodgers is headed down that same slope. That are you Breeze talking and Brady. About that same slope Breeze and Brady are yeah. kind of at the bottom of. <laughs> Rodgers, I think, is in the middle of. Is that you? Yeah, like he can, like he can see there He knows by the color of their cars who they are. Yeah, They're But they're just they're a little bit further ahead of him. But he can see. Oh yeah, that that blue tint. That's Brady. That that I gold. I know tent, that that's an Arcadia. That, I, I should just come to the door
1: <laughs> normally. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: He's he's headed that way. Um, but I think I have the same list as you. Um, I think the Seahawks have the. Hmm, I think the Seahawks are the worst of the four teams. Yeah. But they have the best quarterback.
1: And they have an emerging star.
0: And DK Metcalf. Yes. Um, So I had this discussion on Twitter. Shout out to Trey P. Past 83. We had this discussion about uh, Phillip Rivers and Andy Reid and who deserves a Super Bowl more. Right. But I was making a point about close games say something about the overall strength of your team. So in my opinion, if you play a bunch of close games, it says your offense is – is not good enough to put teams away, mm-hmm. and your defense isn't good enough to get the stops that allows your team to put the game away. Okay. Um, the Seahawks have played 11 one-score games. They're 9-2, which says something about Russell Wilson and his ability to make, right. and and I shouldn't just put it on Russell, but on the offense to make the requisite plays to yeah. get, a w- get a winning touchdown, winning field goal, or salt a game away. I'd give him credit for that. But to me, like if Carson Wentz does not get hurt, I think the Eagles win that game. Because McCown could move the ball kind of in between yeah, the 20s, but once they got right at midfield or past it, they seem to stall out. Yeah. I think Wentz gets them the win if he plays. Um, I have no idea who's going to win Seahawks-Packers.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: I'm going, I'm tempted to say Packers because they're at home. Yeah. Um, But yeah, yeah, I'm – but again, Wilson has kind of separated himself from the pack so, and his ability to pull out games.
1: I'll reciprocate the, the game, you know, type of scenario that you have. It, rate the most dominant group in the NFC. So so if it, if you had to say the Vikings defense, the 49ers defense, like who has the most dominant one, like one side of the ball in in the on the, in the four NFC teams. Uh,
0: I'm gonna take the Niners defense because um gosh darn it I'm blanking on the linebacker's name. Uh, he came from the Bucks. He was playing a Pro Bowl, maybe All Pro level. He's coming back, and D four might be back for the game. Yeah. So if they get both of them back, I wait like Cotton. Were you kind of looking? Listen, D four was playing well before he got hurt. He was playing well before he so got So, what about hurt. after
1: that? So, like, are you, is there an offense or is there another defense? Like, what, what's the most complete – where are the complete units?
0: I don't trust anyone offensively. So, to rank the quarterbacks, I know we had the same thing. But – so, this is set up for the 49ers to go to the Super Bowl. Like, as a Niners fan, this scares me because as a pessimist, sports pessimist, I always am waiting for the other shoe to drop. Right. But this is set up for them to go. Uh, at home, they play really well. Mm-hmm. Um, that defense is going to be fired up. Mm-hmm. They're going to be ready to play. But this is Garoppolo's first playoff game, right? And you are now like you're the top seed. Expectations are you should win. Um, I don't know. Like offensively, I don't trust really any of these offenses. Rogers has looked pedestrian for much of the year.
1: Would you say the Vikings defense is the second best? Yes, defense? they're the second
0: best unit. Um, I don't think I've. At that point you're probably talking Niners offense in terms of ranking. Yeah. Niners offense is probably the third best unit. Then you probably go I would say Vikings after that.
1: So you, so basically this game
0: to me the whoever wins this game to me goes to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. So I, and I'm going to I mean not to be a homer but I think have, having home field advantage even though the Vikings are not to be slept on. Like they're they're really really good even though I'm not the biggest Kirk Cousins supporter. But I do think that the Niners will win this game. I think Niners-Packers. Niners blew them out the first time at home. I think they'll do it again. Yeah.
1: Shout out to Emmanuel Ucho. I saw his comparison today in a tweet where he said the running back for the 49ers actually draws a lot of comparisons in his running style to Jamal Charles. Um, Mostert? Yeah. Oh. He said after watching film and different things like that, like he's never put the two and two together, but that if you go back and kind of watch – you know the way he runs and, and different things, and so uh, I thought I might have to check that out this week and, and see what what he sees there.
0: <clears throat> Interesting, I am gonna, yeah, I've never, I mean, I guess I've never looked to make that comparison, but yeah. I definitely be watching with an eye towards that. uh dang nabbit, and they don't have him on the depth chart. I cannot think of this dude's name, it's gonna bug me till I figure it out. But anyway, said,
1: like Jamal Charles Mostert has elite speed, great hips, extremely slippery in the whole paws. No one gets a clean shot on him, and you led NFL running backs to 5.6 yards per carry this year.
0: Quan Alexander, that's his name. Quan anyway, um, okay, all right, I'll check that out. Um, and shout out to. So I like their running back core. Um, I like Matt Breeder. He can never stay healthy. Yeah. But anyway, so AFC, I ask you the same question: rank the quarterbacks in order, most confident to least confident.
1: Ah, let's see. Most confident to least confident. I think that was pretty easy as well. Um, I would say, um, Mahomes, Jackson, Tannehill, and Watson.
0: Ooh, Watson
1: last. (laughs) Yeah, as far as bringing it home, like you talking about, uh, like I'm not talking about like talent.
0: No, no, no I know, I know. Like, I'm asking yeah. your conf your the confidence in your and in, in their ability because to lead Watson, their team to a the win. The
1: game relies on Watson. The game doesn't rely on Tannehill necessarily. You know, what I mean, he's a game so, manager. But,
0: but shouldn't that mean you should place Watson over Tannehill?
1: No, because I haven't seen it from Watson. Like I've seen Tannehill play within what he needs to do and be successful at it. So nothing year.
0: about that final drive. I mean, escaping the sack. Finding the guy.
1: I mean, but, but it's kind of like, like, like what you said. It's like for three quarters, where, where were you? Man. You know? And if you come out and try to do that, like, it's a wrap. <laughs> it's over with. You know what I mean? And so I'm fully confident that Tannehill, you know, can come out and play within what he needs to play, you know, to try to be successful. And as long as they can get some stops and keep the time of possession and keep the ball out of Lamar Jackson's hands, I think he could be – successful in that game. I don't think Watson has the ability to do, to win a shootout with Mahomes.
0: So, hey, I gotta see if I can find... Oh, man, I should have pulled this up. And I don't think I got time to do it. Let me see if I can find it on my phone. So, I agree with you. Except, I'm gonna, with the first two, Um, two, I'm <sighs> gonna put Watson ahead of Tannehill, though. Yeah,
1: well, I mean, that's... Mine was a little shocking all, but, I mean, I, I get it.
0: But... In that first game in that first game, the Texans played the uh the Chiefs in Arrowhead. Chiefs were up seventeen to three. In that same game, um, in that same game I said Tannehill. Mahomes gets the re aggravates the anchor injury. Um, Martinez Rankin was playing at guard. Uh the turnstile known as Cam Irving was playing left tackle. Shh. Um, No Chris Jones No Tyreek no, Tyreek played 50% of the snaps 50%. He was coming back from no injury Watkins. No, no Watkins Because um, I think Byron Pringle was getting snaps in that game Yeah. I'm thinking that's everything Like there's like a couple of other pieces Who were missing D4 was banged up So he was having issues with thinking with his neck at the time Or back, one Not of D4. those two Not D4, Frank, I, Clark. Frank Clark They both wear 55, my fault The real five. five. The real five okay five. Alright but anyway, um, so you know, no Terrell Terrell Suggs, no Pinnell was not there yet, um, and I think Reggie Ragland got a bunch of snaps. Yeah. Completely different team from that first matchup. Healthy Mahomes, healthy Tyreek, you know all. McCole, not,
1: Hardman's McCole Hardman. McCole
0: Hardman is is a lot better. Yeah. I would be disappointed if the Chiefs don't win this game by at least three touchdowns.
1: That's a playoff game, man. I I, but I would say double digits. I would say the Chiefs should should decisively win this playoff game, and the game should be with not in reach in the fourth quarter.
0: I do not. I, uh, what is the spread? The
1: line? Yeah, sounds about right. Seven and a half.
0: <clears throat> I think. I mean, they talked about Andy Reid. We all know the Andy Reid's record coming off a bye. Yeah. Um, I think three losses. In his entire career, something like twenty and three, something crazy like that. Yeah. Um. I don't think you know Bill O'Brien called a terrible game. Terrible against the Bills. Um. You know. Oh gosh, I'm blanking on people's names. Uh, Nuke Hopkins was not a factor for the first half. And if you spot the Chiefs uh, a quarter or half where you only score what three points? Yeah. Again, I'm talking LSU Clemson. Right. it it could be twenty eight to three going into halftime. Um, and at that point now, it's just a, it's can the Chiefs string together enough possessions well, to, like, to wear out the clock? When
1: we're talking about the Titans and the, and the Ravens, when I talk about time of possession and obviously having Derrick Henry, you know, that's such a – like the, the Texans don't have that. Carlos Hyde is not keeping Mahomes off the field. Duke Johnson's not keeping Mahomes off the field. You know what I mean? And so, like, now it's more like you're just hoping that the Chiefs for some reason aren't clicking. You're hoping that this – so five to ten inches of snow apparently that we are getting ready to get Saturday, <laughs> um, you know rolls over into some kind of you know weather issue or whatever to where that you know it, it puts us at some kind of disadvantage throwing the ball or whatever. Um, but they they don't they don't possess that. And um, as great of a story as it was watching J.J. Watt get his sack and you know like th- th- I don't I don't foresee their defense being able to keep thirty five points off the board.
0: No, I don't. I don't. So I got the Chiefs big and I'm going to don't take take a risk. I'm gonna jump out here in this water. I'm gonna jump out here. Titans are gonna shock the world. <laughs> We're going to have AFC title game part two back in Kansas City. Titans are going to shock the world. They're going to somehow beat the Ravens. Don't ask me how. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I got the answers on how. But they're I'll tell going
1: tell you how. 37 carries, 241 <laughs> yards, two touchdowns. <laughs> That's how. That's uh, the only way.
0: <laughs> and look, I I think I just like I said, I think these teams, obviously the Ravens have a more dynamic weapon. Um shout out to Bill Poland. Bill pollen got a lot of flack for voting for Russell Wilson for All Pro. Did you know Patrick Mahomes was not unanimous last year? I did year? not know that. Last year last year he was not unanimous for first team all pro yeah that's, I think he kind I think he might have been short five votes Lamar was only short three yeah. Bill and pick Russell Wilson I kind of understand why um again you go back to that nine and two yeah. one score record thing I think that sways a lot of sways some people but anyway I think that's gonna be a ball who can control the ball better I think the Titans will control the ball better their defense will make get just enough stops Lamar would miss a few throws and I think they get the win.
1: This might be a crazy question, but who do, who do you want to play as a Chiefs fan?
0: Um, Titans. Really? I think the I think they'll blow them out. Really? Again, that's the like last. I said
1: and one guy can keep Mahomes off the field.
0: That was the last bad performance from the Chiefs defense. After that Texans game, they haven't played a running back like that since. Maybe, but I think Belichick, to his credit, exposed something. His whole game plan was let the dude go off. It's just the offense couldn't make the plays. Yeah. So if you say Derrick Henry, we'll let you run the ball thirty-seven times for two hundred something yards and a touchdown, and that mean and your team only gets fourteen points total, but we're going to put up 28, 35. and then at that point when you when you know he's not he's he's not a pass catching back although he had the twenty-two yard like that's not his game. So at that point, you gotta take Henry out the game. You gotta bring in I Deion cannot Lewis. think of any Deion Lewis. I can't they give anybody's name today? You gotta bring in Deion Lewis, it's a different game. Yeah. So I would rather face it. I think the Chiefs are gonna be motivated to to after what happened in the what, week four, week five against the Texans. Gonna be motivated to prove a point. And if they get if they get the Titans, like I think, they'll be motivated to prove a point.
1: My upset's on the NFC. So I think the Vikings will end up beating the forty ers
0: Low So Don't listen to your four horseman friend. It's not gonna happen. I, 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 for some reason, man, it's not gonna happen.
1: The Vi- even as bad as the Saints were, the Vikings impressed me in the win over the Saints.
0: I I, I, I agree. The I agree. Defensive
1: line the dominance there. Um, you know, uh Kirk Cousins play I mean, he's he's just got weapons all around him. Um Rudolph, Thielen, Diggs, Cook, and they're just uh, – Xavier Rhodes had a rough <laughs> a rough year, but, you know, here in the playoffs, he's in the last game, he played played pretty well, whatever. Um, so, I definitely think it, uh, that I, I can see the Vikings t- beating the 49ers. So, I got um, – I got Seahawks, Vikings, and I got Chiefs and Ravens.
0: I'll say this in closing. I am terrified of facing Russell Wilson again as a Niners fan. Um, I don't want to say he has the number, but he he plays he plays fairly well against them. And in two games, I think they're separated by three points. Right, Seattle won in overtime. Um, actually two points. I think that was a five point win against them to close the regular season. So, uh, two points separate the two teams after two matchups. And I do not want to see Seattle a third time. So I, I I I think I'm picking the Packers more so out of fear a little bit. Although I do. Neither one of those teams are that, in, in my opinion, as a whole, kind of to have our discussion. Big I don't trust
1: think. versus Big Russ. That's what the Super Bowl oh, is going to be. God. <laughs> no, <laughs> no God. just can't.
0: But, yo, man, let us know what y'all think, man. Well, who y'all got going to the Super Bowl? Um, your picks in this wild card – or not wild card, divisional round. Um, we will be back maybe next week. I want to try to see if we got time while we're in Orlando to hook up with the homie Loso. Yeah. Do a c- quick uh, black, white, and I think he said Hispanic thing yeah. uh, while we're down there. Uh, but hit us up on Twitter at Brands and Bars, at Facebook at Brands and Bars. Let us know who y'all got this weekend. Again, what you're looking forward to, what you learned this week. Um, like I said, we're going to try to get back into the swing of things and give you at least, you know, 10 episodes this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's do, let's, let's do 10. <laughs> We'll see. we'll see what we can do for y'all, man. But we appreciate those who rock with us. Those who still like our Facebook page, even though I don't really post content to it, salute to y'all. We appreciate all 500 or so of y'all. Twitter followers, we appreciate y'all. Until next time, we'll holler at y'all hopefully next week. Until then, it's been a black and white thing. We'll holler at y'all, man. Deuces.